Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with you one more time on a brand new week of teaching on this Monday morning. We're talking about the husband man this week. The husband man. Father, Lord, I thank you for everything you've done for me and for my brothers and sisters, Lord. You are a good, good father. And I appreciate you. I reverence you, Holy Father. I thank you. Thank you for sending your son to the earth to die for me, to die for my brothers and sisters, that our sins may be transferred to the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, and that we might receive righteousness. I declare and I decree that I am dead to sins, and I am alive unto righteousness. And Father, I commit this work unto you, and it is written, Lord, you will establish my thoughts. I thank you for that, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's go to John, the 15th chapter, and let's start at the first verse. It says, I am the true vine, <clears throat> and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he take it away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purged it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Now, let's dissect this. The first verse of this in John, the 15th chapter, it says, I am the true vine. This is Jesus talking. I am the true vine. And my father is the husband man. Now the word husband man, I looked it up in the dictionary. It means former. And it has a, uh, other words that means the same thing as a former. Or one that cultivates. One that plants seeds. So Jesus is saying that he is the true vine. And his father is the seed planter. Well, I taught on last week that we are made in the image and the likeness of God. That means in his likeness that you have attributes just like him. You know, if you if you go to any good physician, they'll have you fill out a questionnaire. They'll ask you questions of the family medical history. Anybody in the family had this or had that? Why? Because they know you're like your family member normally. So that's why you have to be born again. You know, I've heard people say, well, uh, uh, people in the, that lives an alternate lifestyle said they was born that way. And I, I really agree with them. And, I, you know, some of us have habits that we was born with that was resident in our bloodline. So is that a way in the medical history? Is that a way in your natural personality? Certain attributes and certain skills are really resident within your DNA, within your bloodline. Well, when you get born again by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, you have a different bloodline. You have different attributes. But you've been doing the old things for so long 
till they have ingrained themselves into you, whether it be habits or whether it be demonic powers. And the, the job of the husband man or the minister or whoever, you're actually a husband man. Your job is to plant God's seeds into your ground until you're transformed to the things of God grow up within your spirit to God's word is built into you. So really what I'm doing on a weekly basis is I'm systematically. See, that's why I don't re really know what I'm going to preach. I systematically preach what God instructs me to preach because I'm building Christ into your spirit, into your mind, actually into your soul. See, when, when you when you got born again, your spirit is, is right. You, you have a brand new a brand new spirit. You know, in Ezekiel, I think it's the 37th chapter, 36th chapter, I meant to say. He said he was going to give you a new heart. Um, and then he was going to uh, give you a new spirit and then put his spirit on the inside of you. Well, his spirit speaks to your human spirit. But your, your human spirit feeds off the word of God, whether it's the spoken word or the written word. It's no difference. I'm going to tell you this. You cannot separate a man from his word. And I'm going to get to that a little later on in the week. You cannot separate a person from their words. Their words are the person. See, God is the word. You see, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. You cannot separate a man from his word. That's why it says the word and God is the same thing. See what I'm saying? Because you can't separate a person from their words. So the true vine is the father. I mean, it's Jesus. I am the true vine and my father is the husband man. Jesus was planted in Mary of the Holy Ghost. You remember reading that? It said the thing that was in Mary was of the Holy Spirit or all the Holy Ghost of the Holy Ghost. Well, the father planted the seed in, in Mary. But the seed, it, see, it comes in different form. It com, comes in spoken words. It comes, it can look like an acorn. You see what I'm saying? So it, it, uh, we, you are a result of a seed. But the original seed was words. See, in the beginning was what? Word. In the beginning was what? The word. So words are the original seed and everything else is seeds also, but is, is a result of the spoken word. Seed was spoken into existence by words. Let there be, or let this come forth. God spoke seeds into existence, but seeds and words are, are similar. They the same thing actually, but the spoken word, it it's what made the physical seed come into being. How I many understand that? So the original seed is words. And so all of you, God is calling all of you in this season to become husband men or to become farmers. Now, I remember my mom took on a project. She started this organization years ago called the Barrier Women Coalition. And what she was doing was she was trying to reseed the neighborhood to get the violence out of the neighborhood and to change the culture, to change the mindset. She used to call Trinity Gardens the Holy Land. Uh, uh, those type of confessions. You know what I mean? 
And I, I didn't understand that at first, but what she was doing is she was practicing a biblical principle. Uh, uh, basically prophesying over, over the neighborhood. But you know what? That same anointing caused her to actually start becoming a natural husband man, which is a former. I never remember her farming the whole time I was growing up. It's when I was an adult. And all, after she started doing that, I think it, I think that the anointing was was kind of related to that. A spirit came on her to make her want to grow things. I think she even has a farmer's license, might sell to Walmart or people like that. Yeah, she started growing things, started planting uh, gardens and growing fruit trees, blueberries, all kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, greens and I'm talking about large harvest. So because that anointing that made her want to clean up the neighborhood, I think it is interrelated. See, I'm the type of person I study people. And, it, and also that same anointing made her become a natural farmer. But all of it is, is related to the spirit realm. See, we are called actually to seed people. That's what I'm doing right now. And anything that is written in the word, <clears throat> if you practice it and confess it, it's going to produce what God said it will produce. How many of you ever heard of a farmer plant seed and then come and say, well, I don't really want it. I don't really want to make any money off this seed. I just want to plant it to be a good guy so everybody can eat. And I don't have anything. I live in the poor house. You never hear a farmer speak that way. He's planning so he can eat, but he's also planning to make a profit. Well, God wants you to become a husband man. Guess what? I got a lot to say, but I'm out of time. Be blessed.